All right, welcome back to J. Tom Lawler Rink here on the campus of Merrimack College of Score at the end of two periods. It's Merrimack 4. Lake Superior State 4. I am Mike Macknick with John Leahy. This second intermission is brought to you by Merrimack Graduate Studies. At Merrimack, you can earn your master's degree in as little as one year. Choose from graduate programs in business, education, engineering, health sciences, criminology, and so much more. Visit merrimack.edu backslash graduate. That's merrimack.edu backslash graduate today for all the details. As we said, the score here, 4-4 between Lake Superior State of the WCHA and Merrimack of Hockey East. And our guest here in the second intermission, it is Chris Boulay, the WCHA correspondent for College Hockey News. And uh, Chris, uh, boy, I'll tell you, I mean, we knew that scoring was going to be an issue for both of these clubs coming into the season. First game, first night, as it were, of hockey action. Maybe not so surprising that we've seen a bit of a shootout here, but uh, you know, what are your thoughts on that? It's uh, been a, quite a wacky game so far. Really been, um, I, I've been impressed with the back and forth today. There really it seems both the defenses are still trying to get their sea legs together, but they really uh, just just end to end the whole time. There's a lot of energy and a lot of penalties too. Yeah, yeah no question. Uh, power play has certainly been a factor in the game. Lake State with three power play goals. They're three for four. Merrimack is two for four. Lake State's fourth goal uh, coming on the shorthand. A lot of special teams goals. We see a lot of that. It seems early in the season as as uh, you know. Uh, penalty kill, I think, in particular, probably takes longer to come around, so you may see more power play goals earlier in the year, but uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I kind of look at the rules, right, and I think, yeah, I understand why they have the rules the way they are, that you can't you know, really practice until that first Saturday of October, but you feel like, boy, you, you only have 34 games that you can play. Give these guys at least a week, right? Back it up a week. Give them one more week that they can, uh, you know, get on the ice and really be able to focus on some of those things and just, you know, make some of those things a little cleaner early in the season. And you saw it, you saw it in the first period. I mean, the, fir- the first 15 minutes of it, there was just really not very much going on. Everybody's really trying to even string like simple passes together. And obviously that's picked up. It's a, there's been eight goals in two periods, but it's, it's, it's really, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it just take, it takes a while to get going. And, and it, honestly, it's probably going to take a couple weeks for everybody to really, really get there. Yeah. Uh, I've been mentioning the other WCHA correspondent for College Hockey News. Uh, tell us a little more about this Lake State team. Uh, I had a chance to talk with Damon Witt before the game. Uh, you know, good guy, class guy, of course, uh, you know, came out of Michigan State. I uh, had a chance to, you know, you figure any time that you have a guy that has uh, played for or worked or coached under uh, some of the guys that he has, uh, that's going to make an indelible impression on you. Absolutely. I mean, he's got, um, he's got a lot of a lot of head coaching He's got head coaching experience at Lake State. He's got a lot of assistant coaching experience. And he's really trying to he's trying to trying to build something there um, slowly but surely. But they, they, they definitely have some they have some very solid players uh, in net. You've seen it tonight. You know, four goals aside, they're not all his fault. No, that's what I was just going to say. I mean, I looked at the four goals, at least three, if not all four. You got to say, you know, he, he needs to get more help. Yeah, absolutely. And Nick Kossoff is a is, is a very good goalie for them. He's um, he, he's been there for a few years now. And he's really um, very uh, very strong. Um, last year he had a uh, 9-11 save percentage and um, only played 26 games. Uh, we'll see if he can actually try to try to up that level this year. But um, definitely definitely talented. And on the on the attacking end, I mean, we saw Kogiev tonight. He got um, he had 23 points last. Last year, uh, he's already got two, two goals tonight, so he's only five away from matching last year's last year's level. Um, also, um, Max Humitz and um, Anthony Nellis, those guys, as, as well as um, Gelsinger, who also scored tonight, they're 
all, they're very, very important to um, this team's success. They only scored 2.1 goals last year per game, and they, they're, the, they're the key to them moving up in the standings and them stepping up. And power play is going to be important to that as well, I think. You know, you're not, you're not going to increase your offensive output if you're, if you're not scoring more and, 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 you know, having a better percentage on the power play. But Cuglietti, you had to like well, what he did. That unit scored both of their power play, or at least the first two power play goals. And, you know, he goes to the net on both of those plays, and, and that, you know, when you do that, good things tend to happen. And i got to think that, you know, things like that, despite the fact that it's been really an up-and-down game, uh, you know, a lot of ebb and flow, that that's the kind of thing that uh, Damon Witten, the head coach of Lake Superior, is going to like. Absolutely. I mean, that, that top line of um, Gelsinger, Kugeta, and Hummets, I mean, they, they looked so comfortable as, as, the, as the game went on. And you saw a couple of those goals. I mean, coming right through the middle, just, just no, no fear. They looked like they were in mid-season form. Now, before we uh, finish up talking about the WCHA, then uh, quickly handicap. Uh, who, who are the top, uh, you know, two or three clubs to watch out of, out of the WCHA this year? Hey, there, there's a there's a very decent chance that the WCHA has three bids in the, in the NCAA tournament. I'm not just saying that because I cover the conference. Uh, Minnesota State, Northern Michigan, and Bowling Green. Bowling Green, who actually I'm, I'm picking to win the WCHA this year for, and get back to the tournament for the first time in forever. Um, it, they're, they're all very, very good. And um, Michigan Tech also, who ended up getting getting all the way there last year, they, they, they're also a very, very tough team. And I think that um, three of those four can end up, end up doing it. And you had a couple of both those teams you mentioned, uh, Minnesota State and Michigan Tech. You know, a couple bounces of the puck here there. Could have won their first round games in the tournament. They didn't, but, uh, you know, that's how close it is right there. But I want to switch gears here a little bit, too. Uh, you know, uh, for the Merrimack fans and hockey folks listening, uh, get your thoughts on, on Hockey East uh, for the upcoming season. First of all, uh, you know, this Merrimack team, you've watched them for a couple of periods. New coach, uh, Scott Bork, behind the bench. So they make a change there. Uh, you know, a lot of times uh, that can be... That can lead to kind of like, you know, a new burst of energy for a club. And you know, we've seen that, I think, at times tonight. Uh, where, where do you see them, uh, I guess, turning out in the standings this year? I, I, I like Merrimack. I, I, they're definitely been, they've been fun tonight and really resilient to be able to answer, um, answer the deficit here and kind of get right back into it. Um, I, I'd like to see them um, sneak out maybe like the last spot in the in the now 18 playoff. Uh, I, I think that they're um, going to be a bit of a, mu- a muddle with some of the teams in the in the lower section, like um, UConn, UNH, and Vermont. But um, they definitely, if they can get they can get good goaltending and they can continue to score like this, they'll be able to do it. Uh, a couple other clubs, new coaches in hockey East, UNH. It's Mike Souza taking over for Dick Umilly, uh at Boston University. It is uh, uh, taking over for David Quinn, who moved on to the New York Rangers. Albie O'Connell. Uh, your thoughts on those clubs? Well, I mean, specifically, I, I think the BU is we. We've, met, we've talked about before. They are—they just have a tendency to reload and reload and reload, and they're—they're they're always going to be extremely tough. But um, UNH, I think, is going through a little bit more of a transition. It's going to be—it's—it's going to be a bit tougher for them. Uh, what was the other one? I didn't, I didn't hear you. Oh, Albie O'Connell at BU, uh, Mike Souza at UNH. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, I, I think that they're—they're they're, they're both going to be a bit on the on opposite yeah. ends of it this year. Yeah. And of course, Albie O'Connell, former Merrimack assistant, spent a year here as well uh, under Mark Dennehy. Uh, four to four, a score here at the end of the second period. By the way, uh, we're chatting with Chris Boulay. He is from college hockey news and uh, I, I, don't know, I had Boston College to win the league to win Hockey East this year uh, talking about talent of course you know as well as the fact that I'm in the Jerry York they just seem to find a way every year uh 
How do you see the Eagles this year? Oh, I mean, I, I, they're very good. I mean, they, they, they lost, I think, 1% of their score. <laughs> they're going to be um, they're, they're going to be stacked. It's going to be a it, was a... it was a good year, but it wasn't a good BC year last year. And I think that we're, we're, we're going to get back to that good BC year. I think they're going to... I think they're pretty close. As long as they stay healthy, pretty close to a lot to being in the tournament. Uh, let's see. So we've talked about them. talked about BC. Uh, how about a couple other clubs that in recent years have, have seen their fortunes uh, increase? Uh, you got under Jim Madigan, Northeastern, the Northeastern Huskies, and then you've also got Nate Lehman and the Providence College Friars. How, where do you see them this year? Uh, North, North, Northeastern was so much fun last year. I mean, it was just, just all that scoring, and they, they were, I, I mean, they, they, lost, they did lose a couple guys. I think that they're going to take a little bit of a step back, but I think they're still just below that top tier where we're talking about Boston College, Boston University, and also Providence, I think, is in there. I'd say that the, the Pro- Providence should be really in the mix to um, win, the, win the Hockeys with, um, with BC and BU. And they, they they return most of their most of their scoring. Hayden Hockey is an absolutely great goalie in this conference, and I think that they're going to be uh, they're going to be extremely tough to beat. We know we know what Nate Lehman is and what kind of system that he produces. You know, I like Hayden Primo, goaltender for Northeast, and I had him my All Conference goaltender uh, preseason. Um, I mean, I also like hockey, like you mentioned, he's done a good job. Jeremy Swayman at Maine, like him, what he's been able to do. You know, those are three programs right there that uh, you, you know have a chance to I think be right there in the mix. So uh, let's leave off by talking about Maine. How do you see Maine this year? Maine's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to—they've they, really—it's it, taken a little while to build up, but they've been really—they've um, been very, very impressive. They—they they, they return most everybody, and they should—I mean—they should be right there with Northeastern, knocking on the door of the, of the high, the higher level there. All right, 4-4, our score here, ready to take a break. Before we let you go, Chris, your thoughts? Third period coming up here. Seems like at the end of the first period, Lake State had the momentum. It carried them over into the second. They picked up a couple more goals now. It seems like it might be Merrimack with their two late goals. How do you handicap this third period? Uh, I think that, um, watch, we've seen, some, we've seen eight goals, and we're not going to see another one for the rest of the night. But um, it, it was, um, I honestly think that the Merrimack getting that, um, getting that late one tied up is very, very important, and I think that it's going to it, it might it might push them over the over the edge to get get it going in the third period. Talked about Bowling Green. They're up five nothing at Mercyhurst. So a nice start for the oh, uh, Bowling. Okay, that's yeah, absolutely. You got a, got a long way to go, but WCHA needs those out of conference wins. All right, thanks a lot, Chris. We certainly appreciate it, folks. Check out his work at collegehockeynews.com on WCHA and everything else. Thanks a lot, Chris. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. All right, that's Chris Chris Belay from College Hockey News. Our score after two, it is Lake Superior State 4 and Merrimack 4. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.